up? You are listening to a brand new episode of the Lunchbox Chats. We are your hosts. I'm Laura. And I'm Esty. And we welcome you to a brand new week. Welcome back. Welcome back, guys. We hope you had an amazing Memorial Day weekend last week. I can't believe it's already been one week. I know. I kind of miss it. I miss it, too. What did you do for Memorial Day? Um, I was with the fam, so we had a nice little barbecue over at their house. Um, yeah, it was really, really nice. That's so nice. I feel like, I, I don't know, does everybody have a barbecue on Memorial Day? Is that just like an unofficial, official rule? I'm not sure. What, what did you do? I, d- I did the same. I was oh. with the fam. <laughs> yeah. On Sunday, I was with my in-laws. I love saying in-laws, even oh, though they're yes. not... Yeah, they're not officially my in-laws yet, but, I mean, they're pretty much my second family. And then on Memorial Day itself, we had – so we had barbecue on Sunday, and then on Memorial Day itself, we were with my family, and we also had a barbecue. Oh, yum. What's your favorite, like, go-to barbecue meal? Okay, so the first thing that I go for is that – the ribs. Oh, okay. Yes, because I don't know if you know this about me, which I think you do, but I literally eat everything, including the cartilage. Like, the only thing I leave on the rib is the actual bone. No, I didn't know that. I remember that. Because when when you were over, my mom would make, like, pasta with the meat. You would eat it, and I'd be like, ew, gross. Oh, my God. I love it so much. And there's always – I know this sounds weird – but there's always this special it's like the baby rib of the rack and i <laughs> and i always gravitate toward like the baby rib because it's like baby bear it has the most perfect amount of meat and the most perfect amount of the cartilage that i eat gross no it's so good gross what about you um so back in the day, I would have said cheeseburgers, but now I don't know if you know this, Laura. I'm not. I don't eat meat anymore. Yes, I do know it. So what do you eat now? Chicken. So yeah, I'm getting. So I'll have like chicken burger, chicken sausages, or I'll have like turkey burgers or turkey sausages, or like an actual like the chicken, like you know that we put on the grill. But so yeah, I just had um the chicken sausage and a turkey burger. Mm, so good you know i've never had a grilled turkey burger on the barbecue what yeah i have to have it um, it's not i'm like salivating next time you come up we'll we'll barbecue and we'll have that it's so good and that's like i just recently discovered the chicken or turkey sausages and they are bomb mm, i love my pork sausages though I uh, yeah, me too. That would been that would been second runner up. Would be first would be the cheeseburgers, then like the sausages. I just don't do it anymore. But now it's not really. It doesn't really taste a whole different. It's just what they put in. It's different. That's all. Yeah, I have to agree. Like I like chicken products. Like if I were to chew, if I were to have something in front of me, and it would be like chicken or beef, I would usually go for chicken. But I mean, I don't know. There's something about barbecue. Where I'm like, give me the burger, give me the steak, give me the ribs. Like, I'm all about the meat. And then I literally go into this, like, coma. And I cannot, for some reason, on Monday, I mean, I guess it's, like, the excess red meat that I ate. 
And I just, I fell asleep so early. Like I could not breathe. It was so crazy. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So happy Memorial Day to everyone. Sorry, we're a little behind schedule. But we also want to shout out to everyone um, who has served, continues to serve and represents our country. And, um, you know, we respect and honor you guys. So thank you for all your continued and past services. Yes. Thank you, guys. How was the rest of your week? Did you do anything interesting or you just had like an okay week? It was an okay week. Um, I will say this quarantine has changed me in a way of my OCD slash cleanliness. Mm-hmm. So um, I have went to all extreme levels and maybe it is my OCD reaching its peak in this quarantine. I don't know what it is, but um so I <laughs> I got my car um my carpet and my couch cleaned <laughs> like professionally done. Oh, I didn't even know like you can get a professional couch cleaning. I didn't either until I had my sister here one day and she uh convinced me to do it and I did it. And you know what? I'm glad I did because I don't know like obviously like I just Lysol bleach everything to begin with and Lysol everything um but um I don't know I got it done and I feel so much better about it and it just looks prestige and I also went ahead and this I you guys can make fun of me judge me it's fine I also went ahead and got my air ducts in my house cleaned Oh my god, the shit I hear from you. Like, I don't even know half of these things exist in a household until you tell me it. I'm yeah. like, what 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 are air ducts? Yeah, I remember I'm telling you about it. So I you know what? It was it, I felt so much better about it because so it cleans out the entire air uh system in the house and they sanitize or uh what the hell did he say? Sanitize and I don't know, put some type of shit in the in the air ducts, whatever, that, like, purifies the air and whatnot. And, you know, it, this week we had gorgeous weather. I had to put on the AC. And so I'm glad I got it done beforehand. So, yeah, I just feel so much better and cleaner. Um, but you already know my house is that way anyway. But now it's, like, I, I feel even more relieved, I should say, with this whole freaking COVID-19 going around. So Yeah, exactly. You got all that extra bacteria out. I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't do any professional cleaning. So the only cleaning I do is regular cleaning and then my sage, which clears 94% of the bacteria in the air. (laughs) So I feel like I'm good. Yeah, you're fine. You're totally fine. It's just me and my OCD. So I got that accomplished and I've never felt better about it. So the last thing I need to do is sage. And um, yeah, I'm still waiting on you to do that. So and we'll be done. I feel like I would you come and clean my house if I were to pay you no I'm not you're not gonna pay me I would clean it anyway no like I need like a deep and I would only trust like you or my sister with this because I will (laughs) admit like I I clean very well but I feel like the both of you are just so I don't want to use the word crazy because that doesn't seem appropriate here but like so detailed About, like, your, like, bleaching. Like, your favorite product is bleach. And I feel like I never bleach anything. Like, I use Clorox for my countertops and stuff. But, I mean, I think we should do a live session and do a cleaning 101 with Esty on the Lunchbox Shots. (laughs) Just saying. (laughs) No, you could call it crazy. I'm okay with it. I'm not even offended by it. But it's true. I'm just 
very, very, very OCD clean. And I must shout out my mother for that because she totally brought me up that way and taught me to be that way. And it's not a, it, like, you know, I don't think it's in any type particular way. It's just that's how I clean. I literally clean all the time. And remind you, I'm allergic to dust, so it has mm. to be clean. So if not, I'm sneezing up a storm. My eyes get all like poofy and I'm watering. It's just it's not it's not a cute look for me. But um, I didn't know your sister was the same way. Oh, yeah. She is definitely the same way. And it's a good crazy. It's not even a bad crazy. Like, it's a good psycho. And I get, I mean, I have to say, like, I'm jealous of it. Because I'm like, why can't I be on that level of wanting to bleach everything? Because I, in my head, it's like, it gives me a high just thinking about it. But then I'm like, I literally don't even have the energy to do any of it. So kudos to you girls. I admire you. And maybe one day it'll rub off on me. Yeah, no problem. Well, if you don't mind asking, how do you mop your floors then if you don't use bleach? Mr. Clean. Oh. Yeah. I'm sure they have Mr. Clean with Clorox in it, Laura. I mean, is it? So my floors are ceramic tiles. Can I bleach ceramic? I have tiles too. What do you mean? Are they ceramic? Um, No. Well, I think... But that's the thing. I think I need... You know, is there a school out there? This is what they should fucking <laughs> offer in school. Like, cleaning 101, how the fuck, because I'm not even kidding. I have Googled and asked, how do I clean my oven? How do I clean the inside of my microwave? What products are good for my floors? Like, why do they not teach this to us in school? I agree. I agree. Like, I don't need to know about um, dumb shit, you know? I just need to know about real life shit. So talk to me about that stuff. Exactly. Like, why are we learning geometry? Like, I want to learn what product I should use to clean my fucking dishwasher. Right? <laughs> like, what product? Okay, serious question, though. Like, when you go and you do, you clean your dishwasher, how do you clean the inside of your dishwasher? Oh, I have the tablet for it. What do you mean? Like that came out wrong. Not like the tablet, like the, the computer tablet. So there, I don't know. I got it at Walmart. Um, not an app. It's um, I don't know. It was hanging on like one of the shelves thing, and it was like a pop out thing of it's like this little tablet that you throw into the dishwasher, run the the cycle on it, like cleans it out. And then there's another one. I don't know if you know this, but my mom, excuse me, had pointed it out to me. It's for your um washing machine. What? Yeah, but that one I think that. See, I like the one for the dishwasher more because I feel like the dishwasher is used a hell of a lot more than my washing machine. And um, and I just feel like because it's so, like the water just stays in there and it just gets that smelly thing or whatever. Whereas the yeah. washing machine, you can always leave the lid open. Yes. You know, and the dishwasher, you can't have that whole thing out. Like it's just in the kitchen. It doesn't look right or whatever. So I do. I liked it better. But yeah, there's there was they're both tablets, but just two different things for two different products. Oh, my God. You see, like, this is what I need to be taught. And, I mean, listen, I'm a bride-to-be. I already live with my fiancé. But I feel like a great gift, and maybe we can create this, like, and, you know, trademark it, lunchbox chat. But a great gift to give to any bride-to-be is a book with all of this fucking information in it. There you go. Right? That's a good idea. Wait, what do you do for your stove? So I use Ajax, a sponge, and then I use, oh my God, I don't know how to say it in English, uh, servetto. Uh, <laughs> like, a, like a cleaning rag, almost. But you don't have a self-cleaner on, on your stove? No. I don't no. like the self-cleaner. It freaks me out. 
Why? It freaks me the fuck out. Like, my oven, it, the noises it makes, the smells that come from it. Like, I tried it once, and I will never do it again. Yeah, I'll agree with you with the smell, but I don't, I mean, that's what I, I I've never, ever cleaned it by hand. I've always touched that, that, num- uh, that, uh, that. Button. Whatever. Button. Yeah, button. Um, I've never done it by hand. I probably should. I don't know. I So I have this, like, weird thing where I think things are always going to explode. So I'm scared that my oven's going to explode on self-clean. I'm terrified of using the Instapot because I'm scared the pressure is going to, like, somehow explode and, like, blow my face off. I'm, I'm a very strange girl. I don't know. But me and your sister are the crazy ones. Yeah, that's true. I need to rethink this whole thing. Anyway, what did, what was going on in your week? What happened with you? Um, it was a pretty low key week this week. So you know how how I have my obsessions. So this mm-hmm. week I became obsessed with learning everything there is to know about French culture. Why? I have no idea. Actually, I do know. So <laughs> I was watching. Oh my god, what's her name? Alexa Chung. A couple weeks Am ago. I- Am I supposed to know who she is? She's, like, this, like, influencer. She does, like, fashion. I think she had, like, her own show at some point. She's really cool. She's a cool girl. So I was watching her on YouTube TV, and on her YouTube channel, she had this fabulous French woman. And I just became so obsessed with everything about this French woman, like, the way she spoke, the way she dressed, like, her little comments – And then I realized she wrote a book on how to be Parisian. And of course, me going down the crazy rabbit hole that I go down, I literally go on Amazon and not only order that book, but order an additional five books about French culture, French art, how to be a French woman, things you can learn from French women. So the entire week, I've just been educating myself on everything French. And I'm going to do a roundup for LBC if you guys are interested on the top things that I take away from it once I'm all done. Oh, good for you, Laura. (laughs) Oh, man. Anyway, crazy stuff has been happening in celebrity world this week. Yeah, I feel like we've missed out, but we're going to be reporting it, so go for it. Yeah, so many breakups. Let's start off with the most recent that I honestly did not see coming. Poor Scott Disick and Sophia. Um. So do you think that's why he went to rehab? Mm, no. So I think they broke up as a result of him going to rehab. See, I think they broke up like a while ago. He went to rehab and it just shit hit the fan and we had to make something of it. Mm, that That's also very possible. But to be honest, I really didn't see this coming because I felt he was so happy with her. But at the same time, I'm a forever Scott and Courtney fan. So I'm kind of hoping they're going to get back together. I don't like them together. I did love him and Sophia together. So this is really sad. I agree with you. I didn't see it coming either. I mean, it's weird. It's very weird what's happening over there. And I love, no, not that I love. And I think it's a little ironic how the whole Kris Jenner, Kardashian clan is super quiet about the breakup. So Mm. I don't know what's happening. Something's brewing. That's very true. Good observation. And I'm sorry if you guys hear a child screaming in the background. (laughs) (laughs) 
that is oh. not my child. It's just somebody on the outside that's being so loud that it's coming into this podcast. <laughs> we have our special guest this week, guys. Sorry, we forgot to introduce Yeah, them. exactly. Special sound effects, new soundboard. Um, speaking of the Kardashians, I can't. I literally can't. I can't wait to talk, uh, no, I'm sorry, talk about it. I'm going to put the picture up on both our social media accounts, but Chloe Kardashian's face. What the actual fuck did she do? So, do you think this is a really crazy filter, or do you think she got nip and tuck during quarantine, which would be pretty illegal? A hundred percent illegal. So I, that's why. Here's the thing: if it's if it really did go down, that is just the power of the Kardashians. Yeah. How they can do whatever the f they want in quarantine in the middle of a pandemic. Like they could do whatever they want. However, if it is, and again, if it is true, I think it's really sad because I she's beautiful. I don't understand. I I, I don't I don't like obviously I don't need to understand that we all have our own you know self esteem issues whatever. But like it's just I don't think she needed it and. If it if it's not true and she hasn't confirmed or deny it, why post it? Why or I'm sorry, not why not acknowledge it and like dead the rumors? I, I don't I don't get it. I don't get it either. So I'm gonna say that I think it's a filter because I first of all she's so young. I don't think that I hope that she wouldn't go ahead and get a facelift or do that kind of surgery to her face being so young. Cause honestly, like you don't need it. And then secondly, mm-hmm. if you do do it, what are you going to do when you're like 65, you know? So I think, I think it's a filter, but I guess what I hate is why are you trying to change your face so much that you don't even look like you? Well, didn't her mother do a face yeah. thing at like pretty, no, yeah, like, she's gotten she was old. she's gotten a few facelifts, I think, Chris Jenner. Right, so I think she's just gonna follow in her mom's footsteps. <sighs> I don't know. I think they're I think they're all so beautiful, and I just wish that they would just stop at some point. Like, at what point is it body dysmorphia? Right. Yeah. Good point. Good point. You know, and I just feel like you know I'm not against any maintenance any like nip and tuck or whatnot but there comes a point where you're actually changing your face and you don't start to look like you where I think you need to be like okay I need to stop or somebody close to you needs to be like all right enough like you look great you maybe you should shift your gears and practice more self-love I agree. Yeah, definitely. For sure. Yeah. Well, Cara Delvine, who is a close Kardashian friend and her beau girlfriend, Ashley Benson, we know they broke up. They were together for two years, but Ashley now has a new beau, right? Yeah. Um, rapper G Easy. Okay, guys, let's talk about this. Cause first of all, when Essie brought this up, I didn't know who the fuck G Easy was. And then I Googled him and we find out his name is Gerald Earl Gillum. Like, Jeezy. But, like, I just, I can't. I really can't. He sounds like an English aristocrat and now he's Jeezy. Like, I just, I fucking can't with these things. Be honest though, when you Googled him, did you think that was what he was going to look like? Not at all. Not. He looks like a Gerald Earl Gillum. Like, that makes sense to me. 
Like, yes, Gerald. I mean, I understand, like, when your name is Gerald, like, that's a weird, and you're a rapper, like, I feel like that's almost, like, not respectable. Like, yeah, he's not gonna get any credit being called Gerald. Come on. No, but at the same time, he'll be really unique. Rapper Gerald Earl. Uh, no. Nobody is gonna give him a a deal with Gerald. No, absolutely not. Jeezy is more... It's more rapper-like, yeah. I should say. But anywho, the point of this whole thing is that I don't understand how you are a lesbian for two years. Or she's a lesbian her whole life, right? Isn't right? Is that where I'm getting the wrong one? No, you're getting the wrong one. So Kara, oh. I think, has been a lesbian her whole life. And Ashley, I think she's just bisexual. Oh, okay. Well, either so. How is it that you're going to be a lesbian for two years and be like, oh, by the way, now I'm going to hop on the straight train? I don't understand it. Um, I don't need to understand it. But my thing is, is that you just got out of this relationship and now you're out and about with him. And I just think that's like super disrespectful. And that's a thing and not even in the like Hollywood. It just, you know, normal ass people. What happened to respect? And processing our favorite word, like process, yes. girl. You're going to have some deep rooted issues, my dear, if you don't get your shit together. Okay. And it's just not okay. It's not okay. And I feel really bad for Kara that it just, you know, and even though there has, she released a statement that she's happy or whatever, or not happy. She's happy for them. And she just wants to see her happy. Like, you know what? That, that is straight up like maturity right there. That because God knows deep down, she's probably hurt. And to see her ex girl on with a new person and let alone it's a male. Like, yeah, I don't know. That sucks. Or you can yeah. take it because Kara is a Leo. So I would take it like, you know, my vagina was so good that there's no <laughs> other comparison out there. So now she just needs to go and get some D, you know? Yeah, maybe. I mean, I, I guess maybe you're right. I don't know. I just feel like her, her and her poor lunchbox are just like chilling and, she just moved on to rapper g Easy, who totally, totally went, I don't even know where he went, and all of a sudden now he's relevant. Now watch, I guarantee you in the next, like, in quarantine, he's gonna come up with a single. Just watch. Probably. I mean, he's really cute. He's good looking, I think. Uh, he's okay. I think he's cute. I don't know. I think Ashley Benson, like, she has a type. Like, I feel like He's almost in a way like the, I mean, Gerald, he's probably English. So he's like the male version of Kara. Who knows? You know? I mean, I don't know if he's English, but Gerald Earl Gillum, maybe he's (laughs) Irish. I don't know. I can't with these names. I really cannot. You have like, it like triggers you these names. I have such an issue. Like I, I just Um. can't. Yeah, well, I have an issue with the next person we're going to talk about. I Obviously, we've talked about her here before. We're going to talk about her again. So, shocker, people. Kristen Cavallari's show, Very Cavallari, has been canceled. Shocking. My girl. My girl, Kristen. I mean, it's not shocking. I mean, I let me tell you. Again, when Esty said... You send me, like, the most terrible news. I get, like, either heartbroken or triggered by whatever you send me. <laughs> and this one, I was heartbroken because I'm an avid fan of Very Cavallari. And I love her. But... I completely understand. So I was reading somewhere that she basically doesn't want her divorce to be filmed on camera. So that's why she decided to cancel the show. Shocking. 
what is your deal? Jay fucking Cutler is probably going to end up with her best friend. And I cannot wait until the day I find out and I send you that news. And I'm going to be like, look what happened. Like, this is your man. Here's the thing. I just feel that. So, okay. We obviously don't know the nitty gritty behind their marriage. It's not our business. Everybody's relationship behind closed doors. Not what they portray on social media. It does not take a freaking scientist to, you know, come up with that. You, if they, if they, and I'm speaking to the whole world here, not just them in particular, if people want to portray the relationship to be perfect on social media, I mean, they're not the first and they will not be the last. However, whatever happens between uh, behind them, sorry, closed doors, it, it obviously, you know, there's something there. Okay. So recently before their divorce, they were away, I think the Bahamas or wherever the hell they have you, whatever, mm-hmm. like, act, like during quarantine, nonetheless, um, you know, acting all hunky dory and in love. So then all of a sudden they came back to where they're at and boom, they're getting divorced. So I don't know. It's again, none of our business, but my thing is, is that why was that okay to be okay for your social media accounts and for your show? But now that it's personal, super personal, because you both took to social media that you guys were getting a divorce, you can't put that on air. I, I think that's bullshit. I call bullshit on it. And I'm not saying, um, listen, could he be the one behind it being like, absolutely not? Maybe. I'm not, I'm not saying it's all her. But I just it bothers me because I just feel like, she portrays herself to be a certain type of way. And I don't find her to be that way at all. Whereas he has been that way since day one. He has always hated the cameras. He's always not a, he's not like a fan of that shit. He doesn't like the limelight. He doesn't like, and uh, yes, of course he knew that getting into this marriage, but you know, when you love somebody, you're going to go to all ends for that person. But I think like she could never accept that part of him. And she, I don't know. I, I It was kind of some episodes I've really probably seen two or three max. You could see that in their relationship and, and you don't need to be an expert in relationships to see that, you know, it was just portrayed that way. And I just think that when the Hills comes for this new season and let's just, I'm, I'm calling it now, watch her do some cameos or she's going to come about and don't tell me she's not, they're not going to talk to her about it. Mm. That's the only reason why she's going to make a cameo on the Hills anyway. Yes. So I agree with you on that. I definitely think she's going to make a cameo on the Hills. And I guess I have this like question for you. So when somebody, and I don't know if I've asked you this question before, but when somebody agrees to do a reality TV show, do you think that because they're signing up for this, like they need to put everything, everything out in the open yeah absolutely we've had this conversation before absolutely that's what you're signing up for uh, again everybody has skeletons in their closet i am one of them i'm you know, i'm gonna admit to that because i'm not gonna fucking stay like be here and lie about it we all have skeletons in our closet as much as we're gonna sit here and say we don't we all do so if i'm signing up for something like that I'm signing up. I'm going to show up for that. I got to be 100% authentic or else what the hell am I doing? I'm not going to portray myself to be someone fake and put something out there that's not legit. Like, that's not what I stand for. You know, again, this is me. I don't know. I can't speak for everybody else, but that's how I would do it. I I, I don't know. It's just I don't get it. I don't get why we have to, you know portray a certain image and it's just I don't know I just call bullshit on it and uh, she's always always like been that way for me always I, I mean I get what you're saying and she does give off like a certain vibe but I mean I also I understand this because they made the decision together 
to not have their kids on it. And like he was on it, but he wasn't. So they are a very private family in a lot of ways. And to be honest, I think the motivation behind Barry Cavallari was strictly business. And it was very much to promote um, her brand, which is Uncommon James, which at the beginning of the Very Cavalier show, I think they only had like, it was basically online. And then they opened in Nashville and now they have Chicago. So ever since she started this reality show, her brand totally boomed. So I think her having this reality show was less about people coming into her life more so than her really like exposing her brand and I think that's what it was and I think that's what you're feeling like the inauthenticity of it that yeah they weren't 100% themselves in the show and I mean and I guess that's why they're ending it because now shit's getting real and they don't want their dirty laundry aired yeah I mean it is what it is and I know like I said we've had this conversation before and you told me at first that you don't think you yeah. would. And then you changed your mind and said you probably would. So what is it? I don't know. I'm still on the fence about it. Because I'm also, so me and you have had this conversation where um, yeah. I, even about like our podcast, Total Tangent now. And, you know, obviously <laughs> we show, we should call this show Total Tangent because that's what, because that's what it is ultimately. So we, me and Essie had this conversation actually this week about lunchbox chats and like really bringing a new side of ourselves, basically being like 100% ourselves on the podcast and talking about things that, you know, are really would feel very vulnerable to the both of us. And as soon as Essie said that, it's like my body goes into this reaction of, oh my God, what do you mean? Like I have to put 100% of myself out there. And to be honest, that's really scary for me because even on my Instagram, like, I'm not going to lie, like, I pick and choose the content I want out there. And it's all like, it's very curated for me. You know, it, it is like my Instagram, for example, is like my personal brand in a way. But there's parts of me that I don't share on the internet. And that's why I can relate to this whole thing. So and being on a reality show, we kind of me and you are kind of on a reality show. And now we're sort of mm -hmm. on the brink of that Kristen Cavallari, Jay Cutler, where it's like, okay, like, are we going to put ourselves out there 100% or are we just going to like curate the content? And I think as scary as it is to be vulnerable and put ourselves out there 100%, I think it's what you said, like, that's what we signed up for. And as uncomfortable as it is, like, that's what you got to do. So, so yeah, you know what? I'm in. And I would do the reality show. And I feel like we are a reality show. Yeah, I think, um, yes. Well, thank you. Thank you for showing up with me in that regards. And I think that thus far we've been ourselves. I think we've been authentic. Yeah. I think that um, uh, obviously once we get into the meat of the show, we're going to start being 100% more authentic. Um, and you guys will catch on once we get there. But um I already think that you've shown up on that in that regards. And I think that moving forward when we had that conversation is that we're going to be even pushing ourselves even harder, which you guys will be hearing more about as, um, you know, the episodes keep coming up. And, you know, back to what I asked you about, like the skeletons in your closet, like, you know, I know you have them as well as everybody does. So, and when you sign up for something like that, um, and you know, you're saying, yeah, you're signing up for it, whatever you're down, you're here with me and doing it a hundred percent as am I, 
So I think that that's part of this. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, once we get there and once we um, keep striving for that, I think that it's just going to make our our podcast even stronger and more and more people can relate because we're not the only ones going through it. You know what I mean? And here's the thing. Kristen and and him are not the first only people getting divorced. People are getting divorced all the time. You know what I mean? They're just in the limelight. And um, I think that there's something behind that divorce that's not present. It doesn't need to be because it's not our business. But I think it will come to light at some point. I think so, too. And it's like, you know, and them on the show, like, that is authenticity. Like, obviously you know, like you said, like even us, like we show up, we're completely authentic, but sometimes it's just, you choose to share parts of yourself. And especially in a divorce, like that's the messy shit and it's hard sharing the messy shit. So I, but I think also like it will eventually cut, like come out, but I think they need to go through their own storm first and then mm-hmm. we'll finally find out why they got divorced. Cause I'm, I literally want to know. well here's the thing so the next people that we're going to talk about have been very open and honest about their marriage Mm -hmm. so what i want to talk about is brian austin green and megan fox who have been in the news multiple times about their marriage and they they're not perfect i mean we've seen it pan out um they've been married 10 years and unfortunately it's finally like donezo um and she has been out spotted seen and um gallivanting with machine gun mm, kelly laura's favorite rapper i can't i can't <laughs> um so that's the thing so th- and here's the thing do i do i put brian and megan at a different light than kristen and jay a hundred percent because they are they are open about it they talk about it that so many people can relate to their you know their misfits that it's been it's been a whirlwind of emotions between the both of them as far as I, I know since they got together. Did I see this coming? Absolutely. Did I think they were going to be together forever? Absolutely not. But did I see her get with Machine Gun Kelly? <laughs> Hell no. What in complete opposite of Brian. But, you know, sometimes that's what you need. I don't know. I just, it's just very two different couples. And I just respect Brian and Megan more because they both are celebrities. I mean, obviously not to the stamina that of Jay and Kristen, but you know, they're, they're there. It's just, they've been honest about everything. They put it out there. They have a, they have a family, you know what I mean? I just, it's different standards, I guess, and different boundaries for everybody, Mm -hmm. which I respect. I just think that they're more authentic. Yeah. I mean, I think, I don't think it's a level of authenticity because I feel like, of course, I bring it back to me again. Like, for example, like my like Instagram, like I'm authentic on it. It's just I choose what it is I want to share. And I think with these celebrity couples, like Kristen and Jay are authentic, as are like Megan and Brian. I just think Meg and Brian, they're just more vulnerable and open. And I think that takes a whole nother level of I don't even know what the word is, but to, especially as a celebrity, because you're so open to being scrutinized about everything. Mm-hmm. So it's like you really, they really have to have like either one, they don't give a fuck about anything that's said about them or two, they have really just like thick skin, which I think is very important, especially when you're in the limelight like that. But I, I respect them too. I like when people are like extremely open and vulnerable because that's like what I strive to be too. So it's nice when celebrities are relatable like that. 
Yeah, I, I, I see your point. Yeah, and again, guys, I'm sorry for the background noise today. I don't know what's going on in my neighborhood, but it seems like everybody's having a party. It's like a block party going on and shocking. You're not invited. I know, shocking. I mean, not that I care because I'd rather be home you anyway. wouldn't go. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you wouldn't go anyway. That's why I said that. She would be like, I'm fine watching my telenovelas sipping on her rosé. And that's Laura's and that's, block that's party. That's me. I'm totally fine with it. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I mean, I would have to at least go out and see what the fuckery is going on out there. But Laura's like, I don't Yeah, sure. I have like zero FOMO of anything that goes on in the outside world. <laughs> like you can tell me like there's champagne glitter outside. I'm like, cool. I'm in here with my own champagne glitter. Like, I mean, yeah, it, it is what it is. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's okay. It's it's why I love you. So exactly. It's so now we're gonna get to the meat of the topic. It's been a very heavy few days or week in the world, and you know we wouldn't feel right if we didn't touch upon it because obviously, like we're feeling certain ways about it, and we just wanted to, you know, be open and discuss like our opinions and point of views on everything. Right. So, um, yeah, it's it's been heavy. Yeah. It's bad. That's the only other word I could think of in the last couple of days um, of what's been going on. There's um, so obviously the whole big thing of what's been happening is George George Floyd, um, who was murdered um, with a police officer knee on brutally him and he couldn't murdered. breathe. Right. Sorry. sorry. And. Um, he couldn't breathe and he was, you know, pleading for his life, you know, insinuating he couldn't breathe, he couldn't breathe. And unfortunately, he passed away. And, you know, it's I'm I, even talking about it. I just got the chills. And Laura and I have been discussing it for the last couple of days. And um, we have to talk about it. Um, I know I said this on the podcast as well as Laura. We are not. I'm about to make this podcast by any means political. That is never where we want to go. But unfortunately, with this kind of shit that's going on in the world, we have to talk about it. And it's really sad that at the year 2020, even though this year has been complete, utter mayhem um, of with, with the coronavirus and whatnot, this is not something that we need. This is not something that should be happening And I don't understand why it's still happening. Um, I unfortunately probably will never understand why it's still happening. And that's the sad part that we live in this world that it's that it's continues to happen. And um, yeah, I'm just I'm actually disgusted that we even have to have this conversation, but um, it needs to happen. And I think that that's the that's the that's the issue is that a change needs to be made. And whether we talk about it on the podcast and it changes somebody's mind, I'm okay with that because we, we need to make a stand. And, you know, I, I don't, again, I'm not trying to make this political by any means and everyone's entitled um, to their opinion. I, I respect that. But when people's lives are, are, are dying, you know, and at risk each and every time, just because of the color of their skin, I have a problem yeah. with that. Um, I will always have a problem with that. I do not give a shit what color you are. I don't care where you came from. Black, white, brown, blue, albino. I don't give a shit. To me, you are a person. You're as equal as I am. I, and again, this is my opinion. So, um, you know, if you don't like it, oh, well, but 
I, I've never cared about that. I, I never will. That's just not how I was raised. That's not how I will hopefully one day raise my children. That's not the mentality that I have. And I don't understand people's mentality who view people differently based on the color of their skin or their background. I, I just, it, it angers it me. It angers me too. Like, I don't get it. I will, I will never fucking get it. Because like you said, like we were not raised to even like think that way. And like we were having this conversation last night and we're like, like, where does this like all stem from? Like what change like can be made? And I was like really like reflecting a lot. And I mean, I think it all comes down to like, there's just a lack of love and acknowledgement in the world for, for everybody. And I feel like this all stems from like, Like, nobody takes the time to, like, actually understand, like, a human being. And listen, like, I'm guilty of it sometimes, too, you know? And it's – I feel like we're lacking that connection with other people. And, like, for this to actually still exist where – I don't know. It just – I literally, like, I can't even, like, speak on it because it just disgusts me to a point where I'm just – I want to cry. And I feel like I'm going to cry on the podcast again. Yeah, it's it's okay. I mean, to, you know, be in your feelings about it. It's a it's a touchy subject. It is but it's it's just super unfortunate that it's happening. And, you know, um, all around our nation today, we woke up to so many protests that are going on. And look, I'm all about making a stand and I'm all about getting your voice heard. But I think there's a, a, a way a, a way. Yeah, a way in doing it where to get your point across where it's not gonna I guess, um, repeat the behavior. And unfortunately, that's what's happening, Um, which I don't agree with. That part I don't agree with. I don't think that retaliating in in violence is the answer. I I won't. That's something that I won't stand for. Um, Again, this is me and Laura's opinion. I'm not, you know, trying to change or anything, uh, others' views of this. It's just, I I don't think that's the answer. Um, But I understand the frustration and how it could get that yeah. way because they are people are fucking angry so many people like and people right have that's every say, single yep. right to be in their feelings about however it is they feel and it's just mm-hmm. like i think so i was watching this video this morning of um the sheriff in michigan and it's like you have like all these angry people and they're about to protest and riot and he literally was just like you know what like i get you i hear you And I really think, like, that's what's missing in the world, to, like, stop and pause a moment. Look, we all have our own opinions on how everything should be. I have my opinion. You have your opinion. Like, you know, whoever else has their opinion. But when are we going to be able to come to a point where we as people, instead of reacting against what the other person is saying or what the other person is feeling and being in constant defense mode of they're about to say something and I have to defend myself instead of doing that, just stopping and like, you know, being like this man and being like, I got you. Like I hear what you're saying. And I think that's, what's missing here. Like we need to be better understanding of what everybody's going through. And I I think there's a big missing in the world of just stopping listening and being able to be in people's spaces on all parts, on all ends. And I don't know, that's, that's what I think is missing. And I can speak for myself personally, like, I have to literally decondition myself, even when I get into like a personal fight with somebody, 
to be like, okay, instead of reacting, let me actually listen to what this person is saying to me, what this person needs. And I think if we start to do this on an individual level, we can start changing the world to just be able to go up to a person and be like, I see you, I hear you, I get you. Like, now let's work together. This is a win-win-win. Let's make this a win-win-win for everybody in this situation. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's a good point. I, I think it it could start there, you know? I think there needs a lot of work to be done and implemented, yeah. but it definitely could start there. If someone's going to say to you, hey, look, like, I want to talk to you, listen to them. It, it, you know, don't judge them. Don't, don't be on the defense. Don't be on, you put your guards up. Like, you know what I yeah. mean? And there's no reason for that. And, and w- regardless of the person who it is, whether they're whatever color skin or what national, it doesn't yeah. matter. They, they just, it, they want, they have an opinion they have and they're entitled yes. to that opinion. I mean, there's, it's called freedom of speech for a reason. Just listen. And, and I, I don't, I don't get it. I, I don't get it. It's so, it's, it's sad. It's so sad that we live in this type of world. And it's sad that this is what's going to be in our history books one day for our, our generations and generations to come. And it's, you know what? And for the first time in a very, very long time, I, that's something I don't want to be a yeah. part of. I don't want to, I don't want to be like, you know what? Yeah. I was there for that. I, I, I saw that. No, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to be, be telling my kids one day, like, oh, look, mom was on, you know, on her social media one day for two days straight was all about this poor guy who couldn't breathe because his police officer wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't let him like, let go, let him save, like save his life, you know? And the other police officer just watched him as he was pleading for his life. Like That's not something that I, who wants to talk about that? And, and then, then there's all this anger and animosity and frustration and people are, are protesting and I guess I get it I'm I'm crying again because it's just like I just like replay the video in my head and it's just like to just like that's a fucking human life people like we just lost thousands and thousands of people over COVID you know over over something we ultimately didn't have control of right like we can't control disease at least you know well not Not right right. yeah but it's like we do have control over the way we treat other people and like how mm-hmm. the kind of like respect we bring to them and like what we stand for. And it's like, when are we, we have to take our own individual responsibility over it and how we show up in our lives for everybody, you know, even the way we show up for ourselves and like, like this is, it's just, it's not, it's not okay. It's not okay. Yeah. Right. I agree. And it's, again, it's not something that I want to be a part of, or I'm sorry, that came out wrong. It's something that I don't want to have to say that happened. You know what I mean? I shouldn't have to say that it's happening. And the fact that we're even talking about it on this podcast is it angries me. It does because I, but it has to be said, it has something needs to start. And again, if we can shed some insight or some light onto a change, I'm content with that because this shouldn't be happening, you know? And I know Laura is on the same side as me as this, is that we don't stand for that shit. To me, that's utter bullshit. Um, Unfortunately, it's a huge, huge thing that's still going on. And it shouldn't take, you know, people's lives to be be taken away over over ignorance, over stupidity, over... I I, I could keep going. And the thing is, is I don't want to get mad and I don't want to get angry. And 
bash I bash that officer even though I, I that's our I, I, that's I our initial to. reaction like this morning yeah. I was like thinking about it actually Oprah posted this amazing video so obviously like we see these things and we immediately go into anger rage I don't care which side you're on like you're fucking angry no matter what you know and then mm-hmm. but Oprah posted this amazing video this morning about forgiveness and it kind of made me think like how like obviously like we're all angry we're all in our feelings but how can we shift from like anger to ultimately forgiving because the only way we can move on from all of this is to find peace and forgiveness in all of this and I know that's like so crazy to even think about right now because everything's so raw but it's like what else is the answer like violence is not the answer here like looting is not the answer I understand there's upset but it's like I don't know I feel like we need to find better ways to express or to deal or to to maneuver like all everything that we're feeling inside you know find proper justice I agree. I agree. It's it's got to start somewhere. Yeah. And I, I just, it, I don't know. It's again, I, I was, thank you for reeling me in. Cause I was going to start, you know, saying some really hurtful things about that officer. Of course. And that's just the thing. Like that's my initial reaction. That was my initial reaction. And then I'm just like, but see, I'm not, then I'm not solving yeah. anything. You know, I'm just adding, I'm adding fuel to the fire and that's not what I, I want to do. Right. You know? So, right. Obviously, our um, hearts and our sympathies goes out to his family, um, his friends. And I just hope I really do hope that our eyes are open a little bit wider and our hearts are, can can have some more sympathy and compassion for the for, for these people, because it's not OK. You know, and then with meaning in these protests that are happening, more and more people are dying. So I don't understand, like. Again, violence is not yeah. the answer. I, like you I, said, you know, it it's, adds it's not. more so, fuel to an already blazing fire. Right. And it's just, uh, you know, I just, I really, really hope that we can reach. At, at, and, you know, unfortunately, Laura, I'd be lying to you and to our listeners if I said one day we could reach a happy median. And I don't see that happening. Um, you know, and I could go off on my tangent about our, our the president mm-hmm. and, all this other politics shit, but I'm not because I, I'm, I'm not going to go there, but that I really don't see that happening anytime soon. And that's, that's what's bothering me, you know, because hopefully one day when I have kids of my own, like I, I hope that they don't have to come into a world of that, of such fuckery of such bullshit. Like that shouldn't be something that I have to worry about my children experiencing one day. Like yeah. I, that's not, you know what I mean? And the fact that I have to think about that is really sad, you know, because I think of my, 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 my nieces and my nephew right now and my little cousins, like what, what in God's name could in these little, yeah. you know, in these little children's lives and their little brains that they have to endure right now and see, and, you know, and then have to like, you know, realize that at some point they're going to have to go through something like that. And that's not, that's who wants to live like that? Exactly. Like I know I'm on the same page. Like I, it's almost euphoria, euphoric to even like think of, or a utopia where a world where we can actually see each other and acknowledge each other and love each other, no matter who we are. And I know it's like, it's, 
doesn't even sound possible, especially right now, but it's like, we need to work at it every single day at home, when we're outside, at work, like within our friend groups, like this, we need to teach our youth this, our children this, like how to take personal accountability for their actions and also how to really respect other people. Like that should be the message that we all learn from this. Like how do we become the change we want to see in the world? Like it all, and I know it's so easy to say, oh, well, this doesn't affect me or I'm not affected by this and I don't know these people. Guess what? It does affect you because you're a person living in this world and you're, you put your own energy out there. So you make a difference, like you going out there and changing your ways, you going out there and influencing somebody else, like you make a difference. You are part of this. You might not know anybody personally affected, but you can make a difference. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. It starts, it starts somewhere. And um, I've recently been talking about it personally within myself nothing in regards to what we're talking about right now but it's brought to light i think it's really interesting how it's correlating now that what happened with him is small steps it starts small and even if it's a micro it's something it's something because the shit needs to stop so i'm all about the small steps i you know i'm gonna do my part as well as i know you will and as a whole, as this podcast, we're going to do it our, uh, that well, too, because they're, they're, this is a safe place. This platform is a safe place. And again, this is our opinions. It's how we feel. And we just talking about this topic. I know some people are going to listen to this and will not want to talk about it or just turn us off and to- maybe maybe can be completely against what we have yeah. to say. That's OK. As long as we're able to start somewhere. I, I'm okay with that. And that's okay. At the end of the day, if we can make a simple change that that's, that's wonders to me because at least we're starting somewhere. Exactly. It's all, I mean, obviously would it be great if every single one of us like can go out there and change our lives 100% or like, you know, sort of not even change our lives, but be intentional about the way we live our lives. But that's fucking hard. And like to, even think about that like that takes work and that takes pause and that takes a whole lot of self-reflection and that shit is hard but we almost need to think outside of ourselves like for our future generations like what are we setting up for the children that are born that are not even born like we need to think beyond ourselves at this point and think about the world the legacy we want to leave behind as people And it's just like, we need to start being intentional about our actions and be held accountable for ourselves, by ourselves, before our actions. So, I mean, every small step counts. Be intentional, be accountable, just be love, people. Like, it's it's not that hard. Yeah, I I agree with everything you just said. And I love the fact when you brought up accountability, it starts there. You are accountable for what you say. You're accountable for how you feel, for what you think and what you stand for. You know what I mean? Like you stand for something, you stand for yourself, whether if you don't believe in yourself, then who the hell are you going to stand for? Make it, you know, make an effort, do something, you know? And like Laura said, just love, like, 
it's it's just love and that's and that's the thing and and you know and i want to change this for 2.5 seconds side tangent and laura brought this up to me literally last night when we were talking about whether or not we're going to have this conversation on today's podcast it was that it's and she's right and that's what it was is that it starts with love so here's the thing if i was born and raised not to know what love is or how to love myself how in God's name can I show love for somebody else? So I get that. Listen, I'm in the field. I know what it's like. And there, it, it, it's a lot. There's a lot of shit. There's a lot of deep-rooted issues. And it's a lot of self-work, like Laura said. But for God's sakes, people, it, you have to start somewhere. Go to therapy. Go talk to somebody. Go, go, you know, talk to your friends. Talk to your family. And if you don't have that, there's so many services that are offered all over the world for that. You know what I'm saying? So there's nothing to be ashamed of. There's nothing to be scared of. Like there are so many services that could assist you in that. But it starts. Yeah, with and it love. starts with you. And it's like we need to start asking ourselves like deeper questions like, why am I feeling this way? Am I feeling this way because I'm just going with what people tell me? Or is this even my own opinion? Like, you know, it's like you need to start questioning yourself. And like what Essie said, like, take a stand like you are important. Like you are just one person, but you're one person in this whole universe. And we're all connected and we're all human. And it's like, you can make a difference. It all starts with you guys. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. <laughs> that was, Ooh, that was a whole therapy. That session. was loaded. But I, like I said, like, I feel like this stuff like needs to be spoken about. Cause we're at, we're in just such like a fragile raw time. And I mean, honestly, I feel back. I feel like we went back, like, I don't even know how many years, but, and that's what wasn't sitting well with me over the last couple days where I'm like, why are we regressing? Like we're in 2020, like what the fuck is wrong with us? But. Right. Like we have people up in space <laughs> right now. Why are we taking 1000 steps back? I, I, it's just, it really just, and that's the thing I told Laura, I warned her, I'm like, look, if I get on the podcast and I start mouthing off, like I'm, cause yeah. I'm angry about this. This angers me. You know what I mean? Like, just reel me in. And I got a little heated. I'm not going to lie. But I was a good, it was good. It was a nice, it was a nice conversation and needed to happen. And again, it was a nice therapy session. So again, I, I just think that small steps go yeah. somewhere. So let's just do. try And I that. just want to mention like something like me and my sister were having this conversation this morning. And she said something so simple yet so brilliant. Because I was telling her like how fucking angry I was with not only what happened, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. Like I am angry at the way people are reacting because I don't like violence on any end. I hate violence. I think I wish nobody was ever violent, but obviously that's not realistic because obviously we're human beings and we're flawed. So I was like expressing my feelings to her and I was like, I don't understand how we live in 2020 and like people are still dying like this. And then people are also reacting in the way they're reacting and she's like well if it didn't happen basically my point was why are things so extreme and she's like well if it wasn't that this situation was this extreme would we even be having this conversation would we even be having this conversation about what's happening and what stand we can take and what a difference we can make so as shitty as this all is it's almost like 
it's happening for a reason. And we kind of need to wake up and look at the fucking lessons we're being thrown here. And now is a time for change. And it's like, yes, it's 2020 and we should be progressed, but we're not. But it's also we need to look at what we need to learn from here. So I just wanted to share that. Thank you. Very I well know. Put. She has like all these like little good gems. Yeah. I mean, I but I that. do like going back to what you said, like I wish one day, like before me and you go on to the next world, like we can live in a world where there is peace and there is love and there is connection and there is a safe space among people and like personally like that's what I that's my mission I want to create safe space and I want to be able to create that for anybody that I meet like hey I'm a safe space so you can come to me you can turn to me and I wish the same for me onto you so well I love that and I love that we I mean you should be proud of yourself because we have that platform where is a safe space so Thank you to you for doing this with me so we can, um, you know, shed that to other people. And when we have our guests on here, like that's what we oh, that's one of the things before we get on air with them is what we say. This is a safe space. So regardless what you feel towards what Laura and I feel, go for it. It's we're not judging. You know what I mean? That That's yeah, not how we exactly. are. So let's let's create safe spaces. You guys go create your safe spaces. We want to hear how you feel about this. Please feel free to message us, DM us. You know, I would put our phone numbers here if you could, but, you know, (laughs) don't want that kind of celebrity stalking yet. (laughs) Yeah, no, I've already got enough DMs from creepers, so let's not. But anywho, um, so tonight's uh, goalie, I'm sorry, tonight's episode is brought to you by goalie. Goalie Nutrition is an inventive, people-focused nutrition company driven by the belief that happiness and wellness go hand in hand. All their products are created to complement today's active lifestyles, 100% organic, vegan-friendly, and gluten-free. They contain no preservatives, no chemicals, or artificial. Coley apple cider vinegar gummies support healthy digestion, promote a healthy heart, helps manage weight, boosts immunity, and it enhances energy. So you guys can go out there and take a stand with all the new energy you have from Goli. Um, Our friends at Goli always... (laughs) Treat us so nicely and love you chatters just as much that they gave us a special discount code lunchbox chats for all of you to use when you're going and you're buying your apple cider gummies. So when you're checking out, use code lunchbox chats and you're going to love it. You won't be disappointed. Never, never disappointed with Um, Laura, what are you grateful for? Oh, my gosh. I'm So I was going to say something, but I'm going to say I'm grateful for Super Soul Sunday because – so Oprah has these sessions, Super Soul Sundays, where she has people on or sometimes she just does these amazing sessions by herself, but it's always about learning some sort of lesson – and really elevating spiritually. And I got so much from her live share this morning. And I hope you guys get a chance to go and explore because she has some really great people on there. And she's just spreading really great messages. And I think we all need a little bit of that in our lives. So I'm grateful for Oprah and her Super Soul Sundays and all of her guests. <laughs> Thanks, Big O. <laughs> Oh, my God. 
Um, so I, I, I hate when you go first because you come up with like these extreme things and then I come up with my bullshit. I'm thankful um, for a chair. So <laughs> I'm kidding. No, um, I'm grateful for. Yes, reading. that's a great one. Um, well, next to Oprah, not really, but, um, so this week I've been reading mm. books and not to say that I don't, but I, I have to be like in the right mindset when I'm doing my reading. And I don't know if it's with all the BS that's going on around me lately. Um, obviously with the, the chain of events that happened recently and all of just like personal stuff, whatever, but like, I just shifted my mindset and I've been doing a lot of reading and um, I'm super grateful for it because I don't really get a chance to do it all that often where I just get to turn like the world off and just dive right into a good book. So I was, I'm really, really grateful for that. And um, I can't wait to finish this one book. I'm excited. I'm a really big reader. So I know exactly what you mean. It's like such a delicious moment between like you and the book and like you just, you learn so much from it yeah well se teller chatters where they can find us itunes spotify anchor google podcasting radio public breaker overcast please head over to our instagram page at lunchbox chats like our page follow our stories leave us a comment dm us as well as go to our facebook page the lunchbox chats follow us as well message us um yeah Please, 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 if you get a second, go over to iTunes and rate us. Um, You know, five star would be preferably, but whatever your preference is, we appreciate it. Yes, guys. (laughs) And until next time, we love you.